Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Planted and Growing with Christina and Grace. It was funny. I was listening to one of ours. I don't know which one it was, but um, <laughs> you were doing the introduction, and you're like, Christina and Grace. And I was like, and Grace. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, I felt like I needed to signal and say, like, speak. Yeah. But yeah. then I was like, she'll get it. And I was like, Grace. <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about the low-waste lifestyle. Just trying to lessen your impact on the earth and just kind of, like, being more mindful of what you consume and... You know, ultimately what you consume can become waste and whether or not it's recyclable or, um, you know, the likelihood of it landing in a landfill, mm-hmm. it's a sustainable material, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of things to consider Yeah. Coming, going into this lifestyle. And I'm heavily invested into it, so don't want it to seem overwhelming at first, but, it you is. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of unavoidable, I think. The introduction to it is the most overwhelming part because that's when you start to look into, well, if you choose to start doing your research and looking into how uh, specifically like America and, you know, each state individually handles their waste and essentially recycling in California. I don't know if this is like a whole in America, but California, I know because what you have told me is recycling is kind of a farce. Like mm-hmm. It's a very, very, very small percentage. I think it's 9% of recyclables get recycled. So it's 9% of plastic gets recycled. Okay, yeah. Which is a terrible go. statistic. And it's mostly because, you know, the amount of single-use plastic going into the world compared to the amount that's getting recycled. Yeah. So it makes sense that the rate is 9%. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's it's like one of those things that is you almost feel like an impending doom when you think about it. It has made it really difficult for me to want to go and buy my own groceries, and I genuinely can't remember the last time that I have. I think at this point it's been like three months. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I don't buy myself things. <laughs> like Obviously, if I need to go to the store and get peanut butter, I'll do it, but I'll make sure it's in a glass jar because no matter the size or shape of glass jars, I have made it a statement to everybody in this household who keep them, put them mm-hmm. aside, and I'm going to save them for myself for when I move out. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of them for plants right now, um, but in the future I plan on using them for, like, you know, storing things for bulk items and for making my own creations, Same. and I think that I kind of limit myself because I they're all there's all these things that I want to make. Like, I want to make my own lotions, I want to make my own chapsticks, I want to make just, like, self-care items specifically, but it's I want to branch out, but I don't because, like, well, I'll wait till I move out because then I'll be able to have the resources, and it's, like, that doesn't necessarily make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, I'll wait till I run out, which is a valid reason. Right. But it's not like I'm going to be, well, in a sense, I would be buying more things because I need the things to make the product. Yeah, no, it's a, I've definitely, I've gotten to a little bit of a DIY thing this year and I've made my own, um, what is that called? Face powder. Face powder. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was cocoa powder. That was, um, a little bit of benzonite clay and another type of powder, just like a white powder. I can't even remember what it was. But anyway, it's like I'm also experimenting in my head about wanting to make my own toothpaste, but then you have to buy this ingredient that will come in a plastic bag. Yeah. So if it's a softer plastic, then you can put those plastic bags into a plastic recycling bin, which you can find at, like, Target and Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't put regular plastic bags into the regular curbside collection because it'll jam up the machines and it will... Um, and if your recyclables are all in a bag, then the people who are sorting at the material recovery facilities, they will just take the entire bag and send it to a landfill. They're oh, not wow. going to... It takes too much energy for them to rip yeah. open all these bags. Is that why the ban on plastic bags was such, like, a huge triumph? Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's, like, that's what's so gross about plastic bags is, like, they have, a like, a livelihood of 12 minutes or something like that on average. Or, you know, people are, like, reusing them, you know, picking up dog poop with them maybe, but you... And then it'll just go to a landfill and decompose into microplastics into the environment. So... <laughs> So depressing, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, you just need to be more mindful about plastic in general because it'll definitely get into our environment. So it's best to reduce plastic as much as possible. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why I started talking about that. 
but because um, I was talking about making my own stuff, but then you have to buy more stuff. To yeah, make stuff. so it's, there's it's trial and error, and I think there's pros and cons to everything. And I think the best way to go about it is just wait till you're out of the thing, mm-hmm. and then try your best to find the ingredients for what you're looking for in um, packaging that is sustainable, like in glass. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the toothpaste thing. Um, Recently, me and my boyfriend have been using uh, Lush's Toothy Tabs. Me too. They, cool. I like them. They're nice. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they do still come in a plastic container, but to my, I, I bring them back. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, I feel like I'm less responsible. But at the same time, are they reusing them or are they just recycling them? So, I actually asked the last time I was there. I actually have a Toothy Tab thing in my backpack right oh, now because cool. I need to get it recycled. And- Give me the answers, wise one. Um, so I talked to the woman at Lush and she told me that they have, when you return your, uh, products back to them, they have a recycling facility and okay, they, themselves? like, yes, and they oh, recycle it okay. and they make it into a new product. Awesome. And then, that makes yeah. me feel so much better. Yeah. Cause I was considering after this next batch to do a uh, bites toothpaste, which does come in a root and it's a, it's Glass a subscription. Jar. Yeah. So and they an aluminum you. top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I might try that one out still. Cause that sounds fun. Um, there's the also. So this deodorant company, I do not know the name off the top of my head. Um, I can find it probably. I can put it in the show notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give you a refillable deodorant. So mm-hmm. you get like a container. Oh, right, right, right. And when you run out of the of the solid bar, then they send you a new mm-hmm. one. Um, I think it's on like an ever. I think you can do a subscription as well. But I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't go through de- deodorant in a month. So Me I neither. think you can do like an option where you just do like a one time thing and then continue to do like a one time thing. I haven't really looked into it that far, um, but I am running out of my current deodorant, so it's gonna be something I have to look into. I have a deodorant recommendation. There's a deodorant in Lush that is just like a bar of soap, and I've been using that for the last like three months or so. How does no that problems. work? It's deodorant soap. It's just like it's a deodorant. That's like a deodorant stick that okay. doesn't have any packaging. Okay, so, it so like it, you don't use it as soap. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. I thought sorry. it was. I was just, just no, trying no, no. to describe yeah. what it looked like and what it was. Because they do have such time. thing as deodorant soap. I assume it's just deodorant. Um, um, Soap that you use under your arms, under your I arms, see. yeah, like antibacterial type thing. I'll take a picture of it and post it on Instagram because okay. it's really interesting to yeah. like just use deodorant without any packaging. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love Lush. I'm down to support them however I can. Um, the only thing about the one that I was talking about prior is that they only have like two cents right now because it's very new and both of them don't sound very appealing. And I, like, I know from like, previous experiences that I feel like coconut is like one of the only natural scents that smells good with my like natural pheromones Mm -hmm. so um that's been something that's kind of holding me back from buying like new deodorant Mm -hmm. this is one that i i used to have this subscription to this website called lunarly and they sent me like a tiny little sample and i liked it and so i got like a big stick of it and i don't know how long i've had it but unfortunately it's like completely in plastic um Mm. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And same with my face care, Curology. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, you, like, your bottles can be completely recycled, like, including the little bits and pieces and stuff. And, I mean, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. I know. I, I, I don't feel know, you, but, girl. And then there's that fear of, like, if I stop using it, will I get acne again? Which probably not because my skin has looked good for some time now. So, you can also alter your subscription with that too. And you can only get like one out of the three products. You don't have to get all three. You can get two out of the three, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about maybe getting rid of the moisturizer and the cleanser and just using like the prescription based one. Mm -hmm. And then using, cause I do have a couple lush products that I use for cleanser. And I mean, they seem to work fine. I think it's just nice to have um, the Curology because both of the moisturizer and the cleanser are oil free. So that's always nice. Interesting. Okay. So, like I said, it's trial and error, and I'm still kind of feeling it out, and it would be cheaper for my subscription if I just got the prescription-based medicine, mm-hmm. the topical versus all three of the products. So, um, I think I should just put my fear of my skin looking bad aside because, I, like I said, it probably won't break out like it used to a couple years ago because hormones and whatnot are different. Dairy so free. Yeah, that too. So, I think I should just give it a chance and... Stop being a little baby bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I have been using Dr. Bronner's uh, bar of natural soap, like no flavor or anything Mm -hmm. on my face. And then I was originally actually using Kiss My Face olive oil um, bar of soap. It was a little cute. Didn't they go out of business? Yes. 
Dude, so R.I.P. That is so sad. It they was my such favorite sunblock. Yeah, I know. You used, you're the one who told me about it. Oh, yeah. I had got right. some. So now I use Sunbum. So that comes in an aluminum spray bottle um, with a plastic cap. But it's so the low waste version for sunblock that I've found. Um, and what I recommend for you guys to check out is Package Free Shop. It's mm-hmm. a Brooklyn based um, zero waste shop. And it's also an online store and great Instagram account. It's yes. very, it's got a lot of important information on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman, Lauren, is an influencer herself, and then she has her shop, and it's all adorable. So yes. I'd recommend checking out that there for sustainable alternatives and for like low waste solutions. And actually, they actually started a subscription oh, thing cool. as well. So you can like start. A box? Sub- oh, actually, no. Like if you want to repeat order uh your toothpaste oh, over okay. and over again I t- actually they have the bite tooth tabs as well oh, so okay. i think you can get like 15 percent off if you like subscribe and save oh okay cool um but my point is is the sunblock is like this aluminum like you know dish thing i don't mm-hmm. know what those are called and then with the lid and everything and but it was weird it wasn't really sunblock it was like chapstick <laughs> chapstick yeah <laughs> I, I don't know i'll have to look into it again but i think i had bee product in it uh, so the ch- actually waxy. i've been trying i do a daily spf on my face and then i was like well what do i want to do about that i can't really like diy spf <laughs> right and so i went to ulta and cover X, cover fx is completely vegan and cruelty free i found and they have just, like, this SPF oil mm-hmm. that comes in a glass bottle. I don't know okay. what the cap is made out uh-huh. of. But that was pretty cool because I feel like it's going to last me a really long time because it's Definitely. just yeah, an oil. Definitely. Yeah, you only need a little bit. Yeah. Um, a lot of people who I follow who are zero waste or trying their best to be low impact make it very clear that there's no such thing as, like, zero waste. No. We can try our absolute best and we can make these... Um, these changes in our life, but we are in a society that doesn't, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for right now. That basically just, it doesn't want to help you. You know, like we're in, it's not meant for people to be zero waste. Yeah. It's not accessible to everyone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not even a little bit. So, um, I know that for a little bit, like, especially after that 1975, like, PSA with Greta Thunberg came out, Mm -hmm. I was, like, really inspired, and I, like, went on, like, a tangent that day on Instagram and was just, like, posting really, like, uh, informative things and showing people, like, my um, low-impact, like, um, and sustainable swaps, I guess you could say. Um, So that's, like, my silicone bags that I use for, like, putting stuff in the fridge Mm -hmm. um and my utensil kit and my middle straws (laughs) it came with the utensil kit so don't come at me um and (laughs) you know um I always bring my own chopsticks because I go out to eat Asian food a lot so I always have my own chopsticks on me and and like sometimes my boyfriend forgets his utensil kit and like in his mind he's like well it's just bamboo and it's like that's true but it's also still just more waste it is right so I think um, something that we have talked about multiple times in a lot of different aspects of life in general is just being the leader and doing things for yourself and then have others follow. Mm -hmm. And I find that it produces the best results. So instead of pushing people to be a certain way, just do it yourself and then watch people like start to like ask you questions about it or, hey, look, I got this utensil kit. Like, thank you for inspiring me. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that the best way to have people follow is to lead. And um, I think that going low waste and being conscious of everything that you purchase can be daunting or it can be an experiment. It can be fun. Like you get mm-hmm. to go and try new places and new things like with our deodorants and with our toothpaste and stuff. I think it's been fun. And especially with skincare, because I'm so into it. Like I am, this is the first time in my life that I'm completely plastic free when it comes to, um, hair products. Nice. All I've been using is just the shampoo bar and conditioner from Lush, um, which I'm still trial and error because I do have like wavy hair. Mm-hmm. So it's not really working. The conditioner for my hair kind of just makes it f- like poofy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, um, I'm just trying to find a way to, f- um, 
find something that works without me having to use like an additional product at the end um but yeah I think it takes a lot of consciousness to really look at everything that you're buying or where you're getting it from and is it ethically produced is it locally sourced is it cruelty free is it vegan you know there's so many aspects that it that come into it and it can be really overwhelming or like I said it can be fun and it's a it's a little bit of both for me right yeah totally yeah and Um, then there's also just a lot of grace for an accessibility and like you I on Lately, I've been exposed in my work. I do a lot of um, environmental uh, content creation, and there's been, you know, commentary that I've been reading. And there's a really, like, wonderful... There's a wonderful follower who is advocating for people who need to use straws and if they're disabled and, oh, uh-huh. you know... you There's just... I mean, there's sustainable alternatives, but, like, I don't know. It's just not... And then, like, people who are don't have all the means and stuff they would buy stuff that'll be packaged in plastic and it's just it happens yeah and it's exciting definitely I'm so I like to dive into this a lot and talk about swaps and I just got some new like produce bags and stuff and because the more you learn about the effects that we have on the earth and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just kind of want to do everything you can to just not hurt yeah. the earth. Mm-hmm. So my pro- my first set of produce bags were like plastic mesh. I mean, they were just right. like mesh. And then I was like, oh, well, eventually at some point in my life, this will become waste. Yeah. And I would rather it be like cotton and right. not plastic. Yes, so or like then, canvas or something. So there's like so much to like learn just in like sustainable sustainable materials and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I've got like a a lush shampoo that I'll be using soon, and then all of the you know your re- reusable bottle. I use mm-hmm. a pencil instead of a plastic pen now. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, there's like so many things that you can continue to approach throughout your life and think about, well, what's the sustainable alternative to this? Yeah. That pen thing reminds me, um, for school that I had gone to this year, I bought these eco-friendly pencils, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know was a thing because I never thought that pencils would be like not eco-friendly, but I don't know why, but these ones are like, I guess they're 70% wood and maybe most pencils aren't. I don't exactly know. Uh-huh. Um, and then like the, the eraser and like the metal tip are made out of like some like, f- like more sustainable version. That's um, cool. It is cool. It was interesting, but came in plastic. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. So like I said, you can't win, but I think just doing your best is what matters most. But, um. I think what we wanted to talk about was like why we got into this and how and um, I know for a fact that we like bounced off each other. Um, (laughs) I think it was really, what's the word? Um, It wasn't intentional at all. Uh I think that in passing we both had said things or done things to make us think about like what we were doing and what we were using and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I know, I don't, I can't remember specifically, but I just do remember like seeing you come in with like your own mason jar. And like, I think that you started bringing your own mason jar because I had said something about, because we worked together at a a cafe and um, every single smoothie was put into a plastic cup and I like had a plastic cup in my hand or something and I was like to think that this is going to outlive everyone in this restaurant or something like that mm-hmm. and like I guess that just like made you think um if you want to elaborate on that oh yeah no <laughs> totally it was uh no yeah you were like this is gonna outlive all of us and it's really and then you just think of <laughs> you think about all the things that outlive us like balloons and oh my god if you ever if anyone ever fucking buys me a balloon we're not friends we hate balloons (laughs) i hate balloons they're true awful and like i remember when i was a child picking up so much styrofoam pebbles in the Mm. sand like at a beach cleanup and when you were a kid yeah oh Oh, yeah i was in girl scouts for oh cute 13 years (laughs) oh wow (laughs) yeah from kindergarten that's baller to senior year that's so cool i know i loved it i have you i have christina fun fact i have lifelong friends from you know we were kindergarten daisies to (laughs) senior that's cute i love that girl scouts anyway continue shout out my girls (laughs) and yeah so i i don't know i just 
I forgot my train of thought. What were we talking about? We're talking about um, you picking up styrofoam pebbles on a beach when you were younger. <laughs> I know, but why don't oh. you even talk about that? <laughs> because of my cup comment, the plastic cup comment. Oh, yes. And how it just kind of made you think. Oh, yeah. So I got triggered, like, right away. I was like, I need to make a change. Well, then I was also... I forget who told me this, too, while we were at the cafe. But... Or maybe it wasn't even at the cafe, but it was during that time period. You have to consider your personal trash can and how, like... It, you go through your day and you dispose things and throw them away mm-hmm. and kind of reflect on um, how much how much you fill your personal trash can. Yeah. And oh, my God. when you think of your personal trash can <gasps> and times it by millions of people, yep. that's how you can have more of an idea of how much waste is being just, like, being put. Like, I've seen an image recently of all the landfills in the United States, and it's pretty atrocious, for one thing. But then think about all the plastic and all the other stuff that's in the ocean. Yeah. That's why I think that uh, the mindset that, like, one person won't help or I can't make a difference is so ineffective and just not true. Right. Because it's not true. (laughs) And making the difference for yourself, whether or not you think it's going to help, is making a difference. And, um... I think that it's just really important. And it can really be fun. It doesn't have to be just... You a know, downer. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a downer, and it doesn't have to bring you anxiety, and it doesn't have to be the end of the world, because the actions that we are continuing to do may end up leading to the end of the world. Right. And so I think that if you just kind of do, like, a baby step at a time, get a utensil kit. They're $9 on Amazon, and I know that, like, Amazon's, like, a huge thing, and, like, people are, like, upset about the company itself but it's accessible and it's cheap and I and the mean, sustainable alternative is package free shop and then yeah if not like you can hopefully there's going to be a change in our culture where yeah. there's going to be sustainable materials and mm. things like in regular stores yeah. that's a hope that i have yeah because i know you can go to like whole foods you can go to like any mm-hmm. like health food store and find utensil kits but they're mm-hmm. usually more Glass expensive jars. yeah no for sure yeah. but i'm just saying if you don't want to purchase from amazon then just right. save your there, bucks yeah and there's ways yeah you can just continue to reuse things that you have you can go to thrift stores mm-hmm. like there's a lot of yeah. alternatives and ways to live a, a lower impact and be kind to like the earth, mm-hmm. animals, humans. Like we can live in a better environment if we just kind of communicate more and yeah. that type um, of thing. Yeah, there's a couple of YouTubers that I've been watching lately that talk about like anti hauls. Mm-hmm. They do anti hauls and they talk about how swapping out some things are just as bad as using the thing that you already had because it's like I have this um, glass straw. I'm going to get a metal one because whatever or vice versa. And it's like, you use the one you have. Mm -hmm. If anything, most people don't even need a fucking straw. Like, you know, I have a boba straw for when I get boba because that's that makes sense. Right. And it's important to you. (laughs) It's important to me. And it's metal. Right. I also recently got a glass uh, like Starbucks cup. Mm -hmm. I don't get Starbucks often, but I figured it was nice to have on me for the moments that I do. Or for like my boyfriend when he, because I know he gets coffee a lot. Yeah, so just keep it was it in some, the car. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, yeah, there's just so many ways to. Um, oh my god. Well, yeah, no, there's I'm having a hard time. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're chilling because I've been doing that. There's so many things that I want to say, but they're not coming out. No, no, the anti-haul thing. Like mm-hmm. I get you. Like I got the reusable cotton pads because that's a, a single-use thing that I was doing a lot was either using a Q-tip or a um, cotton ball to get the eye makeup off of my eye. And I was like, okay, well, that's something I need to replace. But then come to find out, I didn't necessarily need to replace it because you can also just, like, wash your face with a regular... Yeah, like, with a regular towel Um, and not have to use those small pads. My mom bought us um, makeup erasers. It's 100%... mm, I don't remember the... the, um, what it's made out of. <laughs> it's 100%. Whatever it is. Cotton and, and it completely takes <laughs> It completely takes off your makeup. It's amazing. And you just we put it under water and you can wash it in the in the washing machine. It's called I'm the makeup eraser. Okay. It's great. I think they have them at CVS. Okay. I love them. But so is this, it's, is it's, this it's sustainable one. material? I don't know. But like Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is what it it's like made a, out of. one of those poof things that people put makeup on? I'm gonna fucking check right now. <laughs> right I, now? I need to know. Okay. Well, while Grace is gone, I will continue to ex- 
Can you hear me, Grace? Yeah. Um. It's... No, I don't want to tell you what it is. Oh, it's <laughs> like. It's polyester. Polyester. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing to bring up at the moment. Just polyester you know, awareness is, like is key. Yeah. So. Um, when we put our clothing that has plastic material in it, uh, microplastics release from the clothing and go into the waterway. So not only are we putting like, like, you know, we're putting all types of plastic into the waterways and unfortunately we drink the water. So, so then in the end, reusable cotton pads would be more, or just using some type of oil would be more sustainable than this because one day this is going to get thrown out. Yeah. Well, yes. But it, technically, but no, yeah. But I, I was also thinking, like, there's things in my life that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Right. So you could have that for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, I don't see why it would ever go It was bad. well used. Yeah, and if not, like, if I don't use it for my face, I'll use it as, like, a cleaning rag or something. Yeah, I don't definitely. see why I would. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, you have to, is, like, use what you have. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, like, taking something that you know could end up being in a landfill and not just that but being negative towards the environment and using it in so many different ways to the point where it doesn't need to be ever a piece of trash you know Mm -hmm. um I've gone to two or three clothing swaps in the past year or so and that's a new thing for me and those are really fun um I just went to one before I left to Oregon last month and that one that one was really fun I like to go because I like to give away my things I don't necessarily like go there to find new stuff. Um, but at this point in my life, I have the least amount of clothes I've ever had. So that feels good. Same. Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, I've been I've been shopping secondhand, I guess. Yeah. I think I have a, clo- a cleaning closet situation that I need to do. I think going to clothing swaps probably enforces you to do that more Do you frequently. want that wolf shirt? Yes. Okay. Yay! Don't let me forget. Okay. <laughs> I, have I know. Right I saw it on your Instagram stories. So I was like, huh, it's still there and someone might buy it. So I'll just let someone buy it. Yeah, then. no, no one's going to buy it. It's yours. Um, anyway, what else? So like we were talking about earlier. Um, Everything I'm talking about is super depressing, by the way. It is. And that's okay because it's facts and people need to be aware of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. There's, the, there's this person that left a comment saying like, plastic is really affecting our health. And there's a lot of things that are happening to us, like, you know, cancer and shit like that. Like, where's cancer coming from? It's like, well, what have we been doing for the past 50 decades, uh, 50 years? 50 past, decades? Five years. Just trying to do <laughs> two things at once. Uh, but, you know. Creating you, faster, cheaper ways mm-hmm. to put things out mm-hmm. in yeah. single so use. So then it's negatively affecting our lives. Negatively affecting You know what's lives. crazy? how in I don't I think this is in Starbucks it says like there's chemicals in our products known to cause cancer Mm -hmm. that's wild to me because it's either the stuff they're using or the the single-use plastic or the coffee cups or whatever the hell Mm -hmm. because like I said I don't drink coffee I get like a chai latte every once in a while Mm -hmm. so I don't know that's wild like we would rather do something because it's cheaper knowing it's going to literally kill us in the end versus go back to like the glass milk jars and like the right. just glass was like a huge thing back in the day I feel like and that's totally. why it still exists yeah. that's why if you go thrifting you don't need to go to fucking Target and buy a case of mason jars go thrifting and you'll find just as many for way cheaper mm-hmm. that have already been used no plastic right you know yeah glass has actually been in existence for like 5,000 years. It's one of, like, the oldest existing materials. Yeah, totally. And then it also lives for the rest of our lives. Uh, Like, it can get broken down back into being sand through, like, machines. But if it's, like, in the environment, it's going to stay glass for, like, 1,000 years. Is it harmful? Um, No. So it's made with natural materials. So when it breaks down, and, like, I was going to say, it's going to take 1,000 years for it to break down. But because it's made out of, like, sand, limestone, soda ash, all natural materials then it's not harmful mm-hmm. there's uh plastic is made out of oil mm-hmm. and natural gas and so that is gonna be harmful for the yeah. environment and for our health and it's just yeah glass is a way more healthy material to deal with and it's endlessly recyclable so after you have reused it for a long time if it does like have wear or tear or whatever like unfortunately in today's market we can't reuse 
Um, we can't reuse bottles as easy because there's so many different variety of bottles. Um, if we just standardize bottles, then the reuse system would work a lot easier. Mm, I um, see what you're saying. Yeah, so that's, like, the ideal, and that's kind of what happens in Europe, was that, like, there's, like, water companies and soda companies, like, they have laws in Europe, in Europe to regulate recycling and lessening the impact, because they don't have room for landfills. We have room for landfills, so we just do profit over sustainability, and it's more... <sighs> so sad. It's a... Uh, it's more like they get paid more by weight to landfill and then it costs more to recycle. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately things aren't getting recycled and it's pretty terrible. But actually this is a plug, good plug for End of Waste Foundation where I work. So, you know, they're working on like saving the glass. And so we like have a big community and people who don't have glass recycling and throughout a lot of the United States. And it's really sad. And so they all want change. And so that's a change that can happen through end of waste. And it's a whole thing. And I encourage you to just check us out on the internet to learn more about it. But it's just recycling and taking care of like packaging is probably like something that we have control over and that we can, you know, first reduce and not like zero waste like you said is not possible yeah but i think trying to transition into like low waste and just thinking about mm -hmm. just starting off with a hydro flask or a uh -huh. reusable water bottle makes a huge huge difference right um getting a reusable utensil kit always having a reusable bag in your car with you saying no to plastic bags saying no to receipts for me that was like the biggest thing was saying no like when they're already ha like like you know they already have the item like in their hand in the bag and I'm like oh no it's okay I don't actually need a bag I have my own or just like making it very clear that I don't need the bag whether it's having to say it one two three times because in the end being polite and I do that with air quotes because that's not necessarily being polite it's just being like I I don't want to say a coward because that's a little intense but just like step up for yourself and for the environment and just say no I don't need a bag but thank you like right. you know that was like a big one for me was having to actually be like somewhat dominant in that mm -hmm. area um uh on, on that note if uh there's like a tip for wanting to use your own containers at restaurants instead of asking you just tell them yeah and, and I brought this and you can use this yeah yeah um I have yet to do that that's one of the only things but I have brought containers for leftovers nice um which I still need to do more like I said keeping it in your car is like a huge way to ensure that it will happen um because for me personally out of sight out of mind mm -hmm. so I need to like make sure it's like in my sight um these Pella phone cases oh, that yeah. you introduced me to mm -hmm. are completely decomposable right. and I absolutely love that I mm -hmm. bought my boyfriend one because his last one was like really ugly and fading away and tearing and whatnot and so I bought him one and I've had mine for as long as you've had yours now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and it's, it's still good. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. I clean mine regularly. Regularly, <laughs> can't say that word, and it looks just as good as it first did. I've never had um, to clean mine because mine's darker than yours. Yeah, but well, I do still. for sanitary reasons because oh, that's we wise. touch our phone <laughs> constantly, and especially with how often I go to the gym, like. I think our phones probably have more bacteria than, like, toilet seats. I think that's, like, a fact. I believe that. Yeah, so that's nasty. So I sanitize mine quite regularly. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think these phone cases are fucking awesome. And they really honestly help with no phone cracks because I haven't yeah, no, cracked it, my phone with it. Yeah, it is actually protective. Like, it's kind of a... Because it's biodegradable, and it's, it's soft. like a softer yeah. case. It's not a hard case, like a hard plastic case, mm -hmm. but it's still really protective. I've definitely yeah. dropped my phone too. The only thing is that this tour, like where you put in, <gasps> but it makes it easier for me to charge my phone because it, before it was kind of tough. Like I know that CJ's is a little bit tougher because it's newer, so he has mm -hmm. to kind of like force the phone um, plug in, but. Um, yeah, absolutely love that company, and I know that their profits go towards good things. Um, 
so yeah, we talked about Lush and reusable bags, which you can basically get anywhere now. I love how people, like, different stores offer them for, like, 90, 99 cents to get, mm-hmm. like, a huge reusable bag. Like, I know I did that at TJ Maxx regularly. Um, not regularly. Last time. Because I forgot. I don't know why I said regularly. It's just in my head now because I said it, like, seven times. Um, <laughs> because I forgot my reusable bag and I had bought a few things. So, um, yeah. So, secondhand shopping. Buffalo Exchange. Gotta mm-hmm. love them. Um, donating your clothes, or not donating, um, trying to sell them at second hand, go to clothing swap. Um, I try to sell them online, and if that ultimately doesn't work, then I just donate them. But I know that also donations, only a certain percentage of them actually get out into the store, and the other goes into landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just being conscious of your actions and what you choose to consume and the waste that you produce, because it's a lot easier to turn a blind eye, um, especially in this society where, like I had said earlier, it's just not made for people who want to be uh, careful about their existence. Right. Um, what are some of your favorites? Do you have any ones that we haven't talked about yet? Hmm. Um, yeah, I have my reusable set or utensil set. It's bamboo. But actually, on that note, um, definitely encourage everyone to just use what you have before you go out and buy reusables. Yeah, you don't yeah. even have to get bamboo. Right. You can get a silverware set from right. home. Right, so you, like, yeah, take your set from home and just, like, make your own little little wrap for it and have it all wrapped up and that but the one so that's the thing is like once you get into the low waste lifestyle don't get into the consumer side of it (laughs) um try and figure out what you have and what you can what are the resources that you can use on your own what do you currently have um let me think so i have i don't know i when you were talking about chapstick what's the alternative for chapstick currently i'm using lush's um chapstick that comes in an aluminum tin Mm -hmm. aluminum is 100% recyclable and actually 75 actually this is a good fact aluminum saves the day Mm -hmm. 75% of aluminum that has been on the market I guess maybe for the like the last 60 years has been recycled that's awesome so aluminum gets recovered pretty highly and it's easy for aluminum to get recycled it just gets like melted down into a block and then Okay. Get made into sheets. So, um, for people who want to go about their recycling in a more effective manner, I just learned this year that you have to clean out the recyclable that you are, and usually tear off the label before it to actually go through properly. And sometimes even then it won't. Is so that true? Talk, so, are you talking about aluminum or glass? Plastic. Um, I've probably. Yeah, I think I read recently that it said that if a container that is plastic in a recyclable bag or wherever they do recycling is not cleaned out, then they will just throw the entire bag because it's contaminated. For sure. Yeah, definitely. That's Um, horrible because no one does that at restaurants. Even the places like, like our cafe that had a recyclable option. It was still contaminated. Yeah, none of that's going to get recycled. Definitely. So... Proper recycling practices is very, very interesting. Um, There's a lot of municipalities in the United States, and every single municipality has a different recycling program. (laughs) And so recycling is bonkers in the United States. And elsewhere, it's, you know, government regulated, and it's all the same across the board. In the United States, it's a private business, so they get to do whatever they want. That doesn't make any sense in my brain. I know, right? And so they've been doing this for a long time. And um, anyway, there's just uh, there's so many different ways about going, recyc- going about recycling in different areas of the United States. So um, they just tell you different things. We accept these numbers of plastic. We don't accept glass blah 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 there's like a long list and usually you can get like a a thing in your mail and tells mm-hmm. you what yeah because it differs by city mm-hmm. and so like i know for um like that waxy recyclable like for plant-based milks that mm-hmm. they usually come in like you you can recycle the container but not the lid or vice versa and then also recycling where facilities exist exactly yeah so that was a thing that when we worked at the cafe, I had to look into whether or not the city of Orange recycled those containers specifically, and it said that it did. But I mean, I don't, I don't know if that was yeah. true. Yeah. So actually, I guess to plug end of waste again is just to 
explain what they're doing is bringing more transparency to the waste industry. So there's actually some people in the recycling recycling industry who care. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people in the glass industry want pe- the glass industry to thrive. It's just there's a lack of uh, investment into infrastructure, and so. End of Waste partners with these waste partners and with their blockchain technology, they make ensure that the waste gets, uh, the quantities of waste gets recycled because the waste partners are validating between each other uh, on this digital platform as a third party saying, this is how much I've received from this waste partner and this is how much I'm going to give um, through the recycling loop. And so with that transparency, and investments from like citizens and from businesses, then we can like invest into sustainability and like actually have recycling infrastructure exist within the United States because right now it's in a really mm-hmm. volatile area with the China ban and mm-hmm. um, so with the China ban is we are exporting a lot of our recyclables, but because they were so contaminated because citizens are just not recycling correctly, oh, China was like, no. To be fair, a lot of them are completely uninformed. Right. Because I know I was. Like I right. said, I just found that out this year. Yeah, so. no, recycling is so... it's It takes... it's needs a lot of education. I know that when I do get my own place, this is something that's valid because I can't control the waste that my family produces, nor can I sort through all of it Mm -hmm. and do it properly. I want to have like three separate or maybe four or five separate bins, like for Mm -hmm. aluminum, for glass, for compost, Mm -hmm. and for unrecyclables. I don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. just like separate them because I know you can bring in aluminum, you can get money for it, right? right? In California. Yeah, in California. Can you do that for glass too? Yes. Right. So might as well make money off it if you're going to be using it and then give it to a a location, a specific facility that you know will take care of it. Right. Like they have like those little, like in Santa Ana, my brother used to work at one, like a recycling collection thing and Mm -hmm. it's like a small little thing, like a parking lot. Right. And they take all of that stuff and sort through it and properly dispose of it. So um, there are places that will do it, you just have to really go out of your way. Yeah, so in California, they have the, it's a, called the bottle bill, it's the deposit. So you get money back, and they have that in, unfortunately, not that many states in the United yeah. States. But that's the thing is like people are petitioning to have this in their, in their state because they need to have incentives to recycle. Yeah. Like, I, we've been, my family has been recycling, our, we've been separating our cans and our bottles and then collecting them all and getting them recycled, like probably with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just, uh, we've been doing that for a long time. And in California, the recycling initiatives are better than they are elsewhere. And it's so, crazy because even then they're not that great. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So you just have to, and that's, yeah, it's so much. Um, I was going to um, kind of change the specific topic that we're talking about and kind of um, ask you what your setbacks have been. Because I know for me, like I had mentioned earlier, I was really motivated at one point And then slowly but surely, it's kind of one of those things that when it's a new thing, it t- tends to kind of fall off before you pick it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find myself like using a paper towel instead of a dish rag because I don't want to walk to the other side of the kitchen. Um, to be fair, I think it's it's more sanitary to use paper towels when I'm about to give a massage because I don't know, like if it's a clean dish towel, that's fine. But um, still, like I said, like uh, that's like one thing that I know I've been slacking on and then, like using paper plates because I don't feel like doing the dishes because I do dishes a lot because we have a lot of people in this house and um like you know going out and ordering something that I know I probably won't finish but not bringing a container and then using a reusable or it can be reusable but usually ends up in the recyclables um to go container and stuff like that and I'm just wondering like for you ways that you really just kind of like mandated these things and didn't make them an option for yourself and um I know that you do tend to shop at farmers markets a lot so I think that's like a big huge thing Mm -hmm. that probably really helps you manage your waste because a lot of the places don't really have packaging and you get to bring all of your own bags and stuff mm-hmm. um so I just was curious to like your setbacks and um how you overcame them mm. I yeah I've definitely definitely go to the farmer's market um and I don't know I'm trying to think 
I've gotten really hardcore lately. Yeah, I was going to say, you you said that you can be a really intense person, so I figured that might be one of these things where you don't, like, let yourself kind of slack about it, because, like, once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. And so I feel like that might be an area, but I was just wondering, or maybe even not setbacks, but just, like, what you do to remain the way that you are and really, like I said, mandate those things for yourself and your life and mm-hmm. create those healthy habits. Um... I don't know. You're like, I don't know. I just fucking do the thing, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I just, I think that you just, I try to imagine myself in a period of time where these single-use conveniences didn't exist. What was our grandparents doing and stuff like that? I think you can start embracing that mindset of just trying to live a more simple life. Hmm. And not needing things to uh, a more of an experience type person, not a things type person. I think w- I think I mentioned previously about like things that I want to consume in my life is like plants, like plants bring me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'll just kind of maybe just limit the, the things that I want to have in my life. I think also, though, um, before my low-waste journey was a minimalist journey because um, my partner and I backpacked through Europe for three months in 2015, and so when I was living out of a backpack for three months, I realized you don't really need a lot of stuff in your life to make you happy. It's very true. So I just... I know what I, when I want to put stuff into my life that I want it to be meaningful and mm-hmm. and and I don't need a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. There's, like, like I'm trying to think, like, what is something in the future that I would want to consume but don't necessarily need to own or, like, books. Like, that's okay. something that you can easily... I have a Kindle. I don't really like reading digitally, but, like, libraries are very easily accessible. Secondhand books are very accessible. So mm-hmm. I think that... Um, that's something that, that just popped into my mind, like kind of looking at your room. Yeah. It's like something that I would want to consume, but then maybe want to choose the sustainable version of it. Yeah. You, like talking about these things, I think that I've been a little bit hard on myself, but to be fair, I also think that I, I do a good job for myself mm-hmm. and I think that I do go out of my ways at this point. They're just like, there's no second option for me. So I don't think about how it used to be. Like, I don't think about not having my utensil kit because I always have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think about using plastic bottles because I always use my hydro flask. So right. I think that in itself is a small victory. Totally. I don't think about the fact that all my books are from the last bookstore, which is completely secondhand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that I do for myself that in turn help the environment Mm -hmm. um, or at least help it from destructing itself further and I don't think I give myself enough credit for that Mm -hmm. Um, and like I had mentioned like at this point I think I have like the least amount of things in my life and plants as you know also make me very happy and so does jewelry I think those are like my two things that I actively like to have and to own and to look for um, and like search for especially when I go to new places um, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that because usually the jewelry is from like an antique store and the plants are from um, a place where I mean there, you can't really get secondhand plants unless it's trading with a friend mm-hmm. and um, I mean it's the same thing as if it was coming from a greenhouse but I mean there's nothing wrong with buying plants I don't think because they don't really come in any type of packaging besides the um, the pots the plastic pots that they come in but you I'm, I'm actually was I was going to call a local nursery and ask if they take them if, if they'll take them and use them and if mm-hmm. not then I can use them for starter plants or I can use them to sell plants in mm-hmm. you know there's tons of different things I can do with them so I think that the yeah, things just that keep I'm on reusing it yeah exactly so I think that like books jewelry and plants are like some of the best things to be into and like I don't think about oh, that because it's just genuinely what I've been what I'm into and I've always been into jewelry mm-hmm. and I love reading and also I don't like reading digitally either I don't think it it just it doesn't hit the same I know I don't even know why I did that (laughs) so I like highlighting things and I like being able to like Mm -hmm. open a page and show people and whatnot um so yeah I think that even little things like that can make a huge difference just kind of shift your hobbies and what you're into and just you know if you want to like look cute for a night borrow a friend's dress Mm -hmm. you don't need to go out and buy one you know there's just so many different ways that you can just um kind of cut corners and do things that 
you can still enjoy doing and that's, you know, that don't have to, oh, well, I guess I can't do that anymore because it creates waste. It's like, well, you know, if going out and eating ice cream is your thing, get it in a cone. Don't get it in a cup. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another thing. Right. So I get so that's mad cute. at people. I'm like, why do you get it in a fucking cup? It's like <laughs> half the point is eating the cone. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of having a, a mindset of what value you want to have in your life because all your things hold a certain amount of value. And so whatever you want to bring into your life, you just have it be valuable. And overconsumption is pretty insane nowadays. So it's mm-hmm. just something to just kind of um, keep in the back of your mind. But in, at the very end, like having more simplicity in your life and having less things will bring more peace to your mind. Yeah. And just... So it there, it all is like comes together and it's circular. It's yeah. like you start if you're trying to lessen your impact on the earth, then maybe you can just start feeling better, like in general. You know, like if you're not having your products packaged in plastic, then maybe you might start feeling better because mm-hmm. that happens for people as well. Yeah. Like their hormones are not balanced because they're consuming things packaged in plastic that's crazy yeah actually it's going zero waste uh is the handle on instagram yeah. uh and her blog she's like the zero waste queen is that stevie is that her name oh no stevie is uh stevie yay and she's oh, another okay. queen definitely yeah um, i do follow both of them yeah so i would highly recommend checking out their pages um to just have more awareness of the situation because that's what I, I learned that from going zero waste like unfortunately the or actually I, I'm sorry that was her experience that's how she came to plastic free living was um because she was she had breast cancer oh wow and so she looked into having you know less things that are hormone imbalancing mm-hmm. in her life yeah and then it led her to this path of wanting to have more sustainability on the planet. So, mm-hmm. um, what I think that we forgot to mention was what we talked about right before the podcast was um, opening your eyes and your mind to new ways of living kind of as a chain effect. Mm-hmm. And how first it was like vegetarianism for the animals and it was mm-hmm. veganism for the planet. And then it, the, <clears throat> the less waste thing kind of goes hand in hand because you realize that the less you're consuming of animals the less you're wanting to consume of other things Mm -hmm. and then you do your research and you realize that most makeup with shimmer has mica powder in it and mica is usually always sourced from I I believe it's India with um under or not paid illegal child workers and so and then you know it it, like I said it's like a a trickle effect Mm -hmm. and um and so doing one thing can open your eyes to, like, another way of living and, <clears throat> excuse me, and so I just think that it's so cool. Like, it's it's not just being vegan, it's being ethical, like, as a whole. Yeah. You know, and it's not just being zero waste, it's being mindful, practicing mindfulness and awareness mm-hmm. and um, being content with what you have and letting go of attachments and mm-hmm. desires and whatever. Um, I think that it's like a huge circle and I think that it's continuous and it just continues to grow and it's really fun to find new ways of living and to challenge yourself to be a better person and all these different aspects of life. And what one thing that's helped me with materialism is I'm in a, I live in an area that's very prone to fires and there has been multiple times throughout my life that I've had to evacuate and I always think, what would I want to take with me if I, if my house was going to burn down? What is one thing that I would want to take with me? Mm-hmm. You see that orange box under my bed? Mm-hmm. That's all I would take. Okay. And probably my iPad. <laughs> my iPad has my resume on it. So <laughs> I kind of want that. But like, I would take that. Maybe my jewelry box and um, yeah, like that because that orange box has like a bunch of like memories and photos for and, like, sure, notes for sure. and stuff. So I think at the end of the day, like consume things that like you said bring you joy Mm -hmm. and trying to find the joy in the little things like Mm -hmm. as you can tell like I fucking love knickknacks and like crystals Mm -hmm. and like just little things like that and that was like my huge obsession a couple years ago was like crystals and stuff and um it's definitely nothing environmentally wrong with crystals I don't think I don't really know specifically how they're how they're mined and whatnot but um 
I don't know. I just think that over the years, my interests and likes have changed, but they haven't really been harmful in any way. Right. So... Um, going back to what you were saying about how it just keeps on growing about awareness and stuff, mm-hmm. I actually just found a quote from Eckhart Tolle mm-hmm. that I actually posted on the End of Voice page because I, I think that environmentalism and mindfulness, are they go hand in hand. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the quote is, awareness is the greatest agent for change. Yeah. And it's just like, first you're aware of it and then... Are you going to just, like, let it continue to happen? Or are you going to just, like, kind of keep it in the back of your mind to move that direction and just be gentle with yourself because it's not the easiest thing in the world. But no, just not at all. continue to think about how you can... Because ultimately it will bring you more joy to mm-hmm. lessen your impact. And you know um, what else is really fun? Shopping locally sourced and helping out small businesses, especially, mm-hmm. like... Being one myself with the face masks that I glow, glow, <laughs> stuck in my head. Honey Glow Organics, check it out. Um, a lot of other small businesses have like really boosted me up, and so I want to help them out. And so we, we'll like trade products, or I'll buy some from them, and they'll buy some for me, and we'll like talk about it online, and mm-hmm. then just kind of like you know boost each other up, like I said. And that's also really fun. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with helping out someone who um, is trying to get on their feet with their business, whether it is wrapped in plastic or not, man. You know, like, you're still getting it from someone where you know the money, like, you know where your money is going. Right, right. And just having, like, being in your local community is way valuable for just this day and age. And, you know, with social media and the disconnect that we're having, like, just being with your local community as much as possible with just business or with, like, I don't know, a yoga class or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Moving that direction is always going to be good. Like, just support local as much as possible because, you know, when you have the awareness of what's going on, like, outside with big corporations and stuff like that, then it's like, no, I'm all right. I'm not going to partake in that anymore. Yeah. And that's definitely a journey, too, because it's mm-hmm. like, I still do Amazon yeah. shopping and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's like, yeah, we live in a day and age, but also just continue to, like, be mindful of... Or have awareness of the way things used to be, and mm-hmm. and we didn't have to change to be this fast paced and crazy. Cause yeah, it's it's not it's not good. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not gonna catch me in stores for the holiday season buying anyone anything. You're gonna catch yeah. me online. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but I cannot do the holiday shopping thing anymore. And same, I think that it can be a little. Um, the words that I want to say are not coming into my brain today. Um, disinge- disingenuous? Is that uh-huh. the word I'm looking for? Uh-huh. Dis, like, n- not as genuine mm. when you're searching for things online, that, when you have a oh. list of mm-hmm. literal, like, links and okay, then you're sure. buying the mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think that that kind of takes, like, the spirit away from, like, being creative and buying someone something from, like, because you saw it and you're like, oh, this reminds me of this person. I want to get it. That can still be done online. Anyway, that's a whole other story. I don't know where I was going. No, I get you. I get you. I'm not going to participate in that either. I think that, um, I don't know, I try to move towards making people things for Christmas gifts. I would too, but I just, that's like the least of my fortes is being creative in that aspect. I just... Oh, okay, okay, not, for sure. Not big on that. Or I give suck. them experiences. Yeah. I, I like told, That's what that. I told my boyfriend this year. I was like, for my birthday, because my birthday is very close to Christmas, mm-hmm. I was like, for my birthday and or Christmas, either, like, a sort of big thing, like, Combined a couple it. small things, yeah. these are all um, options. They're not one. So, like, either one big thing, a couple small things, or an experience. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I don't need all the things. Like... What I really want for him to do is make me something plant-related. If you're listening, hello, make me a propagation station. <gasps> Ooh. That would be so fun. I propagated for the first time this weekend. I'm so proud of you. How'd it go? It went, it went okay. It went okay. I actually will say, it was the pathos. It was a really long strand, and I got advice from Keith's mom and cut it into three pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it was like 12 uh, leaves, so I like cut it perfectly but then I cut one anyway it was hard to get them in the jar I messed up on a cut that I should have cut at the other spot and like mm. the leaf might it got kind of got submerged in yeah water. you should probably just cut it it's probably gonna die anyway no it's okay though because then you'll grow a whole bunch of roots and then you'll have a whole new plant okay that's the beauty of propagating Yay. it's more plants and it's free <laughs> 
That's another topic, though. Ooh, plants. Interested in plants? Uh, how long Stay have you been talking? <laughs> I don't know, an hour or uh, so. But, yeah, so that was a lot. But if you guys have any questions, need, like... Or if, feedback. Yeah, anything. Talk to us. We're yeah. on Instagram, Planted yeah. and Growing, and, you know... We have our personal handles in the description, too. Do people still call them handles? I do. Okay, And sometimes too. I call them a handle, and people are like, what's that? Yeah, same. Oh, uh, I think they just... Username. <laughs> Is that better? Um, and I know this podcast was kind of all over the place because it was a very last-minute topic, and we didn't really have anything um, specific, like, pointers to talk about, which we never really do, but um, it was something that we had both been wanting to talk about. So if it's all over the place, then... I hope I'm you enjoyed. <laughs> not sorry about it. So yeah, um, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and those few people who go out of their ways to mm-hmm. let us know how much you appreciate the podcast. Um, some names, real quick: uh, Mary Kate, Maddie, and Nikki. I appreciate you guys, and Eli. I appreciate you guys, and um, I love hearing what you guys have to say. And yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Okay. Love it. Bye. Bye.